Hey everyone, this is Andrew from Wrestling IQ 101, and if you like saving huge, then you're going to love going to collarandelbowbrand.com and using the promo code WIQ101. The, the savings are tremendous, you're going to love it, and I personally guarantee it. And remember, use the promo code WIQ101 every time you purchase something, and you're going to have massive money in your bank account. And make sure you follow and subscribe Wrestling IQ 101 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Peace! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, wrestling 101, class is in session. Pay attention to the teachings, that's from Andrew and Derek. I mean, these guys making the killer with no competition. Dynamic duo better than the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys. Everybody make some noise, mess with them, you get destroyed. They cannot be beat, take a seat. Watch them do their thing on the MIC, face defeat. They cannot be seen like JC. Oh my goodness, it's in killing spree. Yeah? Hey everybody, this is former WWE superstar Al Snow, and you're listening to Wrestling IQ 101. Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of Wrestling IQ 101. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling IQ 101. I'm Andrew, alongside Derek. You. And joining us today is Flip Gordon. How's it going, man? Good, man. How you guys doing? Doing yeah, great, man. Yeah, doing phenomenal. Well, I don't know if we're doing as good as you, but we're doing pretty good. <laughs> I'm having fun, man. Definitely, definitely. So, um, Flip, how does it like just feel like like you've been like on a super like roller coaster straight to the top? Like you haven't been doing this long, but you like you just you just blasted off to the top. How does that feel? I don't know, man. Cause I just kind of wake up and take one day at a time, man. I always um, I just I just work hard. I have a lot of goals, and I try as hard as I can to reach those goals. And for me, luckily so far, I've been able to hit every goal I've reached. I've set. Yeah. Nice. Now, Flip, you, you did some service in the military, right? Uh, correct. What, what was your position? Uh, I was a combat engineer, mm-hmm. and I was in for uh, six years. Oh, wow. Yeah, we definitely commend you for your service. Oh, and yeah. Having family, that's an awesome thing. Uh, did, what what prepared you in the military for wrestling, if anything? Um, I think the discipline. It, uh, it helps me mature a lot. It taught me the true definition of work ethic and discipline, and I think there, you got to be very disciplined uh, to be in this business, uh, physically, mentally. Uh, it's a very demanding uh, job, so I think the Army definitely prepped me in that aspect. Nice. Now, I think for like all wrestling fans, like when we're all young, we all have those moments where we're either uh, jumping off the couch, doing flips and stuff like that. Now, for you... I heard it was your cousin actually put you through a coffee table. Yeah, man. I mean, my my cousins would always try to wrestle with me, power by me on the bed, choke slam me through things. Um, I would always like. I remember being on my bed pretending to be Edge, and I hear my brother, you know, uh-huh. um, trampoline in the backyard. Me and my brother would wrestle all the time. It's just, it's always been a part of my life ever since I can remember. But ever since I was like twelve or thirteen, or 11, 12, really, is when I really knew, yo, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I love. There's nothing else better than that. 
Yeah, definitely. I I had a moment. I had one of those moments myself, but I don't. I I didn't like going through the tables, but I put one of my friends through a Fisher Price table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for you, when you were a kid, um, like what was what was like your moment? Like when you were a kid, like like did you have like a favorite wrestler or anyone that you saw that just made you want to get into wrestling? come up with like your moveset because i feel like are there well i should ask do you think there's like guys who like have your abilities but you know sometimes maybe they don't want to take the risk of like doing those moves i don't know because i mean i don't feel like my moves are that difficult because i do moves that i know i can hit 10 out of 10 times yeah i don't like i mean some like i don't do like canadian destroyers or anything like i feel like i don't like it's a little scary to me sometimes you know like yeah. I don't like taking neck bumps. Yeah. So I try to do I try to do things that are, I know I can hit ten out of ten times, and I'm not gonna hurt the other person. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to win. I'm not trying to hurt them. You know. We all have we all have to pay the bills. You know. It's what we do for a living. Yeah, for sure. You know. Now the the Bullet Club is famous for ribbing you. What's the most painful rib that you went through with them? <laughs> oh gosh. Um. Maybe them throwing me in the dumpster in Lowell, Mass. That was so disgusting. So smelly, so gross. Man, it was just so uncalled for. That was probably the worst one. Oh, man. I mean, you did get in a limo, right? I did, I did. (laughs) Now, now with all of this, like, all of the, like, the trolling and the ribs they pull on you, like, you, do you still want to be a member of the Bullet Club? You know, I don't know, because, I mean, Cody hates my gut. Uh-huh. Kenny, I don't even think he remembers I exist. <laughs> you know, but the last time he did, you know, I tried to kill him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really in their good graces. I mean, they're the, I mean, Kenny's the leader again, right? So, I mean, I guess it ultimately be up to him. So, I don't know. You never know in wrestling. Yeah, that's true. How is it working with them? You know, because they're so entertaining, and you're you're just a such a vibrant part of that show as well. It's so much fun, and they really try to make me feel comfortable to help get me out of my shell. Because I'm kind of shy sometimes, mm-hmm. especially when the cameras get rolling. Um, but they're just so entertaining and so much fun to be around. That they almost it, they just naturally draw that out of somebody that charisma that energy uh, just because you just got to match what they're doing and it's so much fun it's 
especially shooting all these bands. And it's been a really good platform for me, and it's helped me tremendously. Yeah, definitely. So when you first got your call to, you know, to, to sign with Ring of Honor, like, how was that experience? And now, like, you're re-signing with Ring of Honor. How does that feel, knowing that your hard work has paid off and these guys actually want to keep you on their team? Um, it was really cool initially signing with them because, I mean, that's where I had my first uh, televised match. Mm-hmm. And so for them to reach out and want to sign me, and, I mean, it was really special because uh, it was in Baltimore where I had wrestled I think, two or three other times. And after the match, they chanted, please sign Flip. Please yeah. sign Flip. And then they did. And so now every time I go back to Baltimore, it's really special. Yeah. Um, and then now, I, like just re-signing with Ring of Honor, realizing that last year I did a really good job to the point where a company wants me to come back, not just for one year, but two years. Um, which to me uh, means the world to me because I'm making a living doing what I love. Yeah, we got to talk about this, man. What happened to the Chipotle, you know? So I'm not really allowed to talk about it. Okay. Um, but it wasn't me that stepped on the Chipotle, which everybody <laughs> claims. It was not me. It was another local guy, but we're, we're really not allowed to talk about that. Okay. Well, the next question is, what's your order at Chipotle, or do you have a favorite, like, food chain on the road? Um... Oh, gosh. Cheap. That's a go-to. Cheap? All right. <laughs> Anything cheap? Yeah. Because <laughs> we got everything. They're open late. Cumbies is a good one here in the Northeast. Nice. Because they're always, you know, they're 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, Chipotle order, I just get a regular burrito. No rice. Black beans. Depending on the day, I get chicken or steak. Sometimes both. Mm-hmm. And then lettuce, tomatoes, and cheese. That's it. Right, right. Nice, nice. Is that bad? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a good pick. Now, um, can you tell us what do you think is the biggest change from when you started to where you're at now with your with you as a wrestler? Um, my outlook on wrestling goals. Um, I don't know. I'm just having, I'm still just having so much fun. So it's hard because like everybody's like, oh, eventually when it becomes your job or. Like, it's your only job. It doesn't come fun as much fun, but I feel like it's become more fun. So, I don't know. You know, Derek and I, we were at WrestlePro uh, not that long ago where you and, you know, it was supposed to be you and Brandy against Madison Rain and MJF. Yeah. Uh, That was your last opportunity to be all in. Um, What happened? And, uh, I mean, how do you get on all in now if you do? I don't know. Um... I mean, I was told that Brandy was going to be ready. Mm-hmm. So I was mentally prepared for her and me to be making our debut as Team Friend Zone. Mm-hmm. And then I find out the night of that, no, you're tagging with Bernard the Business Bear. Somebody who doesn't even like me. <laughs> so, like, I'm automatically not in favor of winning, but <laughs> me being the fighter that I am, I say, okay. Because I want to be all in. It means everything to me. So mm-hmm. I went out there and I tagged him to the bear. As silly <laughs> as that sounds, I did it. And MJF um, decided to step over the line. And my bestie decided she wanted to save me, which I'm glad she did. Because I didn't get my face bashed in with a chair. But 
then continued to low blow him after he was about to hit mass rain. So it got me disqualified. And again, I'm not all in, so I don't know where we go from here. I've been thinking, um, it's just, I don't know, I lost against Nick Aldis. That was my other opportunity. Mm-hmm. And now Cody said there's no more. So, I mean, I have, I'm having my all-out party party. Um, 11 to 3, right before All In. Um, I guess that's the closest I'm going to get to All In this year. So, Do you just go on StubHub and buy a ticket and just be like one of the fans and just start routing and stuff like that? You know, I was thinking I might call out The Undertaker. I don't know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll get you on, It right? might work, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it works for Cena, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? You just run to the back and you're ready to go. It'll be great. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I mean, you have to have your gear in the car, right? It's there already, always. Awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, why do you why do you think uh, Cody has it out for you? Uh, you could, he obviously doesn't like you. He doesn't want you all in. But what do you think his problem is with you? I don't know. I think it's because I'm dashing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm super athletic. I don't know. <laughs> maybe because I'm friends with his wife I don't know that's funny yeah maybe maybe it is because you're dashing I think it's the dashing though I think, <laughs> I think that's what it is too I have something on it <laughs> yeah. see you see the funny thing is you're friends with his wife but your mom is a big Cody fan as well isn't that true yeah yeah she, she loved him yeah see that oh man Shawn Michaels and Cody wrote are my mom's favorite wrestlers. Oh, man. How ridiculous is that? That's that's John Michaels isn't. But <laughs> come on, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even, come on. <laughs> oh, I mean, you still have your grandma, right? Who's her favorite? Me. Oh, that's good, right? She's smart. You're, yeah, right? Your grandma, you're always going to be grandma's favorite, for sure. Definitely. And I know, I, even your grandma threw a soda at Matt Riddle for you, didn't she? Yeah, so we were wrestling in Missoula, Montana, um, which is literally like less than two hours away from where I grew up. Uh-huh. And so my whole family was there, aunts, cousins, grandparents, siblings, mom, stepdad, everybody. Uh-huh. And um, I'm wrestling Matt Riddle, and he like gives me a slam or something, has me in a hole, and I just feel this can. Just, I just feel something hit me. I look down at the can, I grab it, and I throw it. And I just, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what the hell was that, Matt? And he's like, I don't know, some old lady threw a can. <laughs> I look, I look between his legs. It's my grandpa. And I'm like, what? I was like, what are you doing? Oh my Security's goodness. trying to throw her out. I'm trying to wrestle. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. No, you're you're no stranger to mixed martial arts as well. I mean, did you and Matt have, you know? easy going through the match together knowing that you guys have similar backgrounds he's super easy to wrestle with uh he has a really cool style Mm -hmm. um that blends well with i think all styles um it was one of my favorite matches i've had this year um i wish um i don't know if there is footage i I mean i hope there is i'd love to see it um it was one of my favorite matches like i just said um i think the world deserves to see a good match like that. I'm glad it was in front of my family because that was the one and only time I've ever gotten to wrestle with Matt. So nice, nice. Yeah, might be a while, right? Yeah, you never know. I don't know. Yeah, I might see him in New Japan. You never know. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, speaking of uh, New Japan too, um, you're in the best of the Super Juniors tournament. Um, I know that was uh, one of your goals that you set. Um, how was that experience for you? Uh, it was really cool. Um, it was a, it was brutal though. It was a very demanding tour. Yeah. Um, I didn't, it was way more, it was way more tough than I thought it was going to be. That's for sure. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, three weeks. Um, that'll be easy, but it's a completely different style. And it was, it was a lot of fun though. And I learned so much. I literally got better every single day and I, I noticed it and I think other people noticed it because, uh, management over there was telling me that I was getting better every day, which motivated me even more. Cause I'm like, Oh, I want to get even better and even better and even better. Cause they would give me real critique. They would tell me things I didn't do well. They're like, you didn't do this well though. See, and you didn't do this well. Yeah. You need more of this. And I'm like, Oh, but I want to make them so happy, you know? Mm-hmm. So it just motivated me. Nice. That's awesome that you use that critique for, for bettering yourself and not just putting yourself down. That's awesome for that. Sure. Yeah, well, I want to. I want to know. I mean, I can't see myself as I'm doing it, mm-hmm. so I want to know what I didn't do well or what I did do well. That way, I know. Hey, this is working. All right, this isn't working. I need to fix this. That way, I can become a better wrestler. It's the only way to get better. I don't know everything. I'm only three years in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you're going to be on the cruise of Jericho, and you're going to be facing Silas Young. What do you have to say to him? I don't have anything to say to him except for let's tear it up. Because every time I've been in the ring with Silas Young, I feel like it's been a great, great match. Um, Both times have been for Ring of Honor TV. The next one hasn't aired yet. Um, It will be on the next, I believe the next episode, or the episode after that. Um, Whichever episode I'm in again, it'll be on. Um, But we just mesh really well, so I know it's going to be super fun. I don't know about the ring on a boat on water because I feel like that would move. So I don't know. I might slip a lot. I might fall a lot. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I am ready for the challenge. I am ready for the cruise of Jericho. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any uh, plans on the cruise, like getting drunk or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not much of a drinker. I mean, yeah. I had my days, but uh, yeah, I don't drink much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am bringing my girlfriend. Okay. Um, so I am making kind of like a vacation out of this. So I'm very excited. I know a lot of the guys are bringing their families, so it'll be a cool little experience. Um, I know a lot of guys are kind of scared of not being able to escape the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of excited because this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Like, this might never happen again. And you got to look at it as, hey, we're privileged enough to be the first people to ever do this, and we could be the last people to ever do this. So you, you can't take it for granted. I'm excited, and I can't wait. You know, it's going to be a blast. Nice. Sounds like fun. Yeah, definitely. Now, what are some of the differences that you've seen uh, wrestling overseas in other countries as well as uh, wrestling over here? Um, I don't know because it's different everywhere. I mean, I feel like wrestling's so cool right now that it's popular everywhere. Here in the States, you have very, really passionate fans mm-hmm. um, in certain markets. Um, in Japan, you have really you know, passionate fans. In Mexico, you're a really passionate fan. In the UK, you have really, really passionate fans. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, each style has its own. You got to learn how to adapt to each uh, crowd. Um, um, and I've been privileged enough to be able to wrestle in all those places uh, very early. So I was able to learn um, how to adjust early. 
Nice. Now, do you, do you have a uh, a favorite country that you worked in? Mexico. Mexico, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Mexico. Nice. Your stock is still back. I, mean, I actually had a dream about Mexico City the other day, and I woke up craving tacos. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need tacos. Oh man, I could I could definitely see like your style fitting in like perfectly over there. Yeah, I I mean I grew up watching Lucha Libre. I loved watching uh, Mexican wrestling. So yeah, I mean I, I'd like to think some of my style was after uh, some of the Lucha style that I watched growing up. Yeah, for sure. So I'm so excited because ROH is going to Madison Square Garden. It's kind of like my home away from home, um, and all the greats have gone through there. I mean, how excited are you for Madison Square Garden in New York City? I'm uh, beyond excited. Um, I got into wrestling almost four years ago uh, is when I started training. Mm-hmm. And if you had told me back then when I was first starting training, hey, in four years you're going to be in Madison Square Garden wrestling. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're not, dude. There's no way in heck, you know? Um, but... Here we are, and we're about to make history. Uh, Ring of Honor is going to Madison Square Garden, and we're teaming up with New Japan uh, for a supercard, mm-hmm. a G1 supercard, and I'm very excited to be a part of it. Um, and I believe I was actually the first one announced um, for the garden, so that was really cool as well. Yeah, it's gonna be a special night, and I can't, you know, can't wait to see what you do there and that in those hollow halls of Madison Square Garden. I mean, if you make it there, you make it anywhere, right? <laughs> That's what they say, right? <laughs> that is what they say. Now, how long, how long did you train before you actually had your first match? I trained for six months, and then I had mm-hmm. my first match against Biff Busick, now Oni Lorcan. Oh man! Wow. How? What do you remember about that first match? Or I mean, you look back at it like what? What things would you think of improving? I, I mean, I've seen the match a couple of times. And I still remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I remember slipping on the ropes, going for a springboard. That's how I learned how to wipe the ropes before you springboard. Uh-huh. I mean, I learned so much from that match. I remember he went to hit me, and I was supposed to go over the ropes, but I didn't the first time. So then I just kind of jumped over the rope. Like a dummy, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, just little things like that where I, I mean, I've learned how to spell differently. I mean, I've learned how to move in the ring differently. I've learned how to protect myself. I've learned how to jump better, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I, I think I've, I've proved a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, man, because in such a short time, you know, you, you were offered a title shot. I mean, you alluded to it earlier. You know, the 10 pounds of gold. I mean, how was that title shot, you know, just being in that, you know, that big match feeling? It was insane because the, the whole hype around it felt so real. Mm-hmm. Um, the buzz around it felt so real. Even the hype video that the NWA put out by David Lagana, it was, it was so well put together that it made it feel like such a real fight. Um, because there was so much on the line for me. You know, yeah. and it was such a huge match. It was definitely the biggest match uh, of my career, no doubt about it. Um, but it was really cool to be put in that position to have all the all those eyes on me and to show that hey, look, when I'm put in a, in a big match, that I can go out there and I can deliver. Um, and I love pressure, and I love being put 
in a position where there's a lot of eyes. Like, hey, you're either gonna sink, you're gonna, or you're gonna, you're gonna rise to the top. And I'd like to think that I'm gonna do my best to rise to the top every time. Nice. Now, when when did you have, or did you have that moment where you saw like, this is like for real, and like I can really do this, and like I'm gonna make this a career for me. Like, when did when did you have that moment? Ooh, I mean. Probably last April, because that's when I was like, I did all the math, and I was like, all right, this is how much I'm making each week, each weekend. <laughs> I was like, all right, so if I have this many shows minimum each weekend, that means I'm making this, that means I'm making this a month. All right, that's more than I'm making now. All right, I can quit this job. As soon as I did that math, and I was like, all right, I know I have these bookings out this far, so I know I can go out, and I put my two weeks in. And then literally on the last day of my two weeks, that's when I decided to sign with Ring of Honor. That's when we they offered me a contract. Nice man. That's lucky man. But I had already made the I'd already made the decision to take a leap of faith and be like, yo, let's try to make this my full time thing. Yeah man. Spoken into existence. <laughs> How many times have you been welcomed into Ring of Honor? A lot. <laughs> a lot. Way too many. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every single time I was asked that uh-huh. I would probably be a millionaire. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. Now, can you tell us when you um when you first started training? Um, what are some of the the things that you remember that uh, Brian Fury taught you and like that sticks with you to this day? Um, just psychology. He drilled it in my head. Things have to make sense. You can't just do things. They have to make sense. You can't just do a flip to do a flip and he told me he's like listen I, I can't teach you how to do flips you already know how to do those but I can teach you the little things that matter that are going to make you stand out yeah. and I, I was like okay you know teach me and one of the things I learned in the army um, when we learned how to shoot guns was listen if you've ever shot a gun before forget everything you ever taught because that's wrong and we're going to teach you the army way and so I kind of did the same thing with wrestling I no matter what I thought I knew, I was going to start over and forget. I wanted to learn it the Fury way. I wanted to learn it the New England Pro Wrestling Academy way. And I think that is one of the reasons why I was able to get a lot of bookings very quickly. It was just because I didn't, I just, I applied the model that I was given and it was, it's been proven to succeed. So you use what you're given and you just listen. Um, I think you can always um, get to where you want to go. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. So, Cliff, I, I remember you saying that you like being a solo competitor because you like the spotlight on yourself. Is that still holding true? What was that? I, I remember you saying that you that you like being a solo um, competitor. Is that still something that you like to still pursue, or, or are you open to a tag team? Um, I like I like being able to be solo and do my own thing. But I mean I I love um tagging with other people. Some of my funnest matches have been with the Young Bucks or um some part of the Bullet Club or tag team matches. Um even one of my favorite matches was me, Chris Saban, um, over in Japan we got a tag. So I would definitely be open to be a tag team. Uh if the if it was if it made sense and it was uh, at the right time, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. So what advice would you give to anyone that's just starting out in the business? Um, uh, it's a tough one. Don't skip a day of practice. Um, cause I felt like every time I did skip a day, it was harder to go back the next day. So whenever I would keep a consistent schedule, I would always stay on schedule. Um, because it becomes a habit. As soon as you do it a certain amount of days in a row, it just becomes a habit. As soon as it becomes a habit, it, you get better and better and better because it becomes a habit and then it becomes an addiction. Yeah. Was it hard parting with like your savings and because when you moved right in with your grandma and you just gave all your money to, to training, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I quit my job. I packed up everything I owned. I moved across the country. And I had a job lined up and it didn't end up didn't working out because they wanted to offer me too little. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up not being able to find a job for a couple months. I lived off of credit cards and my savings. And I ended up using my, uh, my truck payment to pay for wrestling school. So then my truck ended up getting repoed. Oh, but I had already bought another car, so it wasn't that big of a deal except for it hurt my credit. Um, but I've already paid that off now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything else, like I, I paid my grandma. I had no furniture or anything. But I did it all just because I, I wanted to be a wrestler. And I knew that if I sacrificed enough and worked hard enough, that I could do it. Yeah. And she was like a stranger to you too, right? Your grandma? Yeah, I had only met her twice in my whole life. Oh, before wow. that. Yeah. And so I was practically moving into a stranger's house. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty incredible that you you turned into to this mega superstar now. So yeah, like, and at the beginning she was very sick because she had had triple hernia surgeries and all kinds of medical problems. So at the beginning I was helping her out, you know, and then eventually I just got too busy to where I was gone all the time. Yeah. Wow. Then when you um when did you start the whole uh the book flip movement? And did you think, like, it would turn into as big a thing as it is? Um, as soon as Cody said I wasn't booked, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? It's called All In. That means everybody. All is everybody. Yeah. Um, and that's when I was like, all right, well, if you're not going to book me, then I'm going to I'm gonna make you book me. Because yeah. that's what I've always done. If somebody said no, I always worked hard until they said yeah. yeah. Um. So I just went out and I started wrestling. I started this book move, uh, book flip movement, and it just kind of started to catch on. And I think people really do want to see me at all in. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, I got to think with all the support, sooner or later, he's going to have to put you in, man. <laughs> I hope so, man. I want to be a part of it. It's the biggest independent wrestling show in the history of wrestling. Yeah, for sure. It's the biggest show ever. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember Brandy Rhodes not liking you in the beginning. What what changed? You know what what changed between between you two? I think she she saw the heart that I have for this business, uh-huh. uh, kind of like herself. I mean, there's a lot of people uh, that want to doubt or think that I'm just a one hit wonder, mm-hmm. or you know, I mean, she has a lot of doubters too. So I think she was able to to relate with me. I think that was really what brought us kind of together as friends. Now, this is just me, you know, just thinking beyond. Now, do you think, 
what if she doesn't really like you? And maybe Cody just put her with you just to keep an eye on you. Because, I mean, if if I didn't like somebody, I don't know if I would be letting my wife hang out with this person. <laughs> I don't know, man, because I'm a pretty good... I'm pretty good at reading people, yeah. and she seems pretty genuine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that could happen, right? Could happen. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think she'd do that. I don't know. Women are tricky, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> oh man! Now that you resigned, you know, with Ring of Honor, where do you think you're going? You know, is it going straight to the where top? Where do you think you're going? Where do you think I, you're I, going? I see how you got that in there. <laughs> Oh wow. my god! That was funny. <laughs> oh man! It wouldn't be an interview without it, right? See that? <laughs> right? If you got a dollar for every time you guys that, you'd be a, a ten millionaire. So I'd I'm, be a billionaire. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh man! But seriously, are you looking at any of the championships they have in an ROH because they're also prestigious? I mean, eventually, I would love to be a, a television champion. I'd love to be a, a world champion. Uh, I mean, I, I'm there for two years. Two years is quite a long time. It's a lot of time for me to grow and for me to learn. Um, so do I think I have a championship brain in me? Absolutely. Um, I think if I've been, if I keep it at the pace I'm at, I think it's definitely uh, in my future. Yeah, I hope so, man. I hope so. Definitely. Now, do you think kind of like um, like the older wrestlers, like they, they kind of look at your style and they don't like it? Because I know that's been like an issue with like Bully Ray. Like uh, he, he doesn't like the way like you, you've risen to the top and like the way you've gotten in. Do you think like older wrestlers have an issue with, new, with newer guys and their style of wrestling? I do and I don't. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we're getting a lot of attention again. Yeah. And they're they're not used to them not getting the attention. So I feel like somebody like Bully, for example, is who I'm mainly talking about. Yeah. I think he's not happy that he's not getting attention since he retired. And now I've been getting attention because I'm on a YouTube series, because I'm on Ring of Honor, I debuted New Japan, I'm a I'm a rising star, you know? So he, he doesn't like that because he's not getting the attention for once. And so he decided he, he had a problem with me. And he thought it was going to be an easy problem, but it's not going to be an easy problem because I don't back down from a fight. Yeah. I never have. I never will. Yeah. Um, so that's where we are now. And I, he, he's attacking me from behind multiple times. And... I'm not going to stand for it, and this is very far from the end, I can tell you that. Nice. So, so Flip, if, if you were to get on All In, who do you think would showcase your ability? Who would you want to face if you got All In access? Give me, give me Bully. Give me Bully? Yeah. Give me Bully. Nice. Ah, that's cool, man. He just called you a shot. <laughs> yeah. Give me Bully. Didn't even have to think about it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Now, before... If, you know, you get all in, uh, like you said, you're having your, your all in part, all out party, we should call it. Um, what can fans expect at the all out party? Well, we got DJ Z spinning the records. Nice. We're going to have many of the all in, uh, 
superstars shining there. We're not gonna we're not gonna tell you who yet. We do still have a couple days until tickets go on sale. Um, but it's gonna be a party. Uh, we're limited to two thousand people. Um, we're expecting it's probably gonna sell out fairly quick because tickets are only twenty bucks. Um, you get advanced um, entrance to the building. That way, you get your seat before the general public. Um, so it's got a lot of it's got a lot of benefits. Plus, you get you get there's cocktails there, there's drinks there, there's, you can dance there. I mean, I'm going to be there. You're not going to see me at all in, so might as well come see me at all out. Nice. And you get all out uh, t-shirt as well, I heard. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. You get a free t-shirt included. Nice. That's awesome. That's nice. That's nicer than Virgil. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? He doesn't include a free t-shirt, but I do. Because I care about the people. <laughs> nice. That is true. That is true. You know, Flip, we really thank you for taking up the time to talking with us. Um, you know, if people want to see you, they can tune into Ring of Honor. They can tune in uh, you know, to any local show that you're at in their area. But where can people get you on social media if they want to stay, you know, with you? Know, with you? My social medias are all the same. Twitter, Instagram, at the Flip Gordon. No Facebook. Nice. Awesome. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Super nice. easy. Nice. Well, Flip, we really appreciate you taking the time out, answering our questions, and just giving us the time. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, for sure. And for us, we're Wrestling IQ 101. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Wrestling IQ 101. You can listen to this here on YouTube, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, everywhere, all over the B Plus Player Radio Network. And we thank you for tuning in. We're out. You have just listened to the Wrestling IQ 101 podcast, powered by B Plus Player Radio.